Plans are in the works for a home of the U.S. Space Command. Your protection from, from, from deception. This is Truth Frequency Radio. Welcome to Cracking the Reality Code with Johanna Sand. In a world seemingly gone mad, what if you had the opportunity to shift your consciousness to reflect your divine nature quickly and safely? What would that look like and how would that feel? This is your opportunity to become the peace-filled center of the storm rather than be consumed by it. The world is awakening and so are you. And now, here is Johanna. Hello, welcome to Cracking the Reality Code. This is Johanna Sand. I am here broadcasting from Ecuador. My co-host Lillian Wilkinson is in the Los Angeles area. So we're really honored to be with you today. This is our first podcast of the new year, 2021. And it is also the hundredth podcast that we're doing. So this is kind of an auspicious uh, time for us. I know we we didn't broadcast last week, but we're really, um, I know both of us are feeling really energized by, you know, the turning of the new year and our continued efforts here to uh, explore consciousness and waking up because God knows We need it more than ever now. So we are broadcasting on TFRlive.com and appreciate them for hosting us. Um, We do have a call-in number if you want to join our conversation. And that number is area code 213-233-3998. And we'd love to hear from you. We also have a a relatively new website uh, that got called crackingtherealitycode.com, which is no surprise for that name. But uh, please come on, come on to our website. We've got a lot of resource material. We'd love you to sign up to get notices and things that we're about. So we appreciate that. I'm going to, I know we've, we've had a topic for today. We're excited to get into exploring some things I do want to start out with a couple of short poems, and then we'll kind of roll into things. Okay, Lillian? Oh, yes, please. All right. Um, I have a a couple of short things that kind of uh, touched me um, recently. And this one is is, is a poem called The Cosmic Dancer by John O'Donohue. And he, he, I believe this one is, it's named The Cosmic Dancer, but it's also, I think, from the book, For the One Who is Exhausted, a Blessing. You have been forced to enter 
empty time. The desire that drove you has relinquished. There is nothing else to do now but rest and patiently learn to receive the self you have forsaken for the race of days. At first, your thinking will darken and sadness take over like listless weather. The flow of unwept tears will frighten you. You have traveled too fast over false ground. Now your soul has come to take you back. Take refuge in your senses. Open up to all the small miracles you rush through. Become inclined to watch the way of rain when it falls slow and free. Imitate the habit of twilight, taking time to open the well of color that fostered the brightness of day. Draw alongside the silence of stone until its calmness can claim you. Be excessively gentle with yourself. Stay clear of those vexed in spirit. Learn to linger around someone of ease who feels they have all the time in the world. Gradually, you will return to yourself, having learned a new respect for your heart and the joy that dwells far within slow time. And then I have another very short one. And it's has the author of Om Nemo Nemo. Teach me. I know nothing. All I do is I accept. I resist nothing. And I sit quietly. Teach me if there is anything I should know. So that that is our poems for today, Lillian. Mm, well, they certainly do speak to what you and I have been talking about. And I think what we're feeling, I'm thinking of what you said um, the other day when we were talking, you said, I think something like your main priority now is to surrender. That is that is the priority. And when earlier in the poem, there was a talk about just slowing down. And I thought, that's the complete opposite that the the dream state mind wants to do, especially if there's fear and chaos and all kinds of crap that looks like it's going on out there. The, the last thing you want to do is slow down. At least that's how it was for me. And I, and I think of when I'm in my head thinking things over, I've got a schedule, there's things I want to do. I will, and if I'm driving a car, I'll automatically start driving, especially, and it's so weird, if I get lost I'll, my tendency is to want to drive faster as if that's going to get me through getting lost. And it, it makes no sense. And then when I'm driving or walking and I'm in this meditative, calm state, it's an automatic thing that I, I walk much slower and I'm driving really slow and I have to tell myself I can't drive that slow, right? And so it's, it's kind of the opposite effect of what the ego mind wants us to do. It's like, hurry up, fix this problem, look at this. 
the ask now it feels is stop, just stop and regather yourself. And that says so much to me right now because really where I'm seeing it is that we have given all our power away for so long or so much of our power to a world out there, to people out there, to them, to that guy, to this person, to this woman, to this history, to this, that. And it's exhausting and it never solved any problems really. And now what we're coming to is basically we're witnessing a hologram. And so the projections that we're seeing of the chaos, it's appearing out there as a hologram, but it's coming from us. We are the ones. So to your point, we are the matrix. We are the matrix. And the more we keep pointing the finger out there, the more we take our own power away, you know? And so now it's like, stop. Stop the frenzied out there-ness I got to fix from that kind of point of view and it's evil and I got to stop the evil and I got to do this. It's stop. Remember who you are. Remember that the dream state, while it is experienced as, as real, it is a dream state in that it is just like a hologram. And so if we want to solve the problems that are projected out there, it has to start with us because we are the ones we are waiting for. It's not Anybody else that's going to come riding on a white horse to rescue us, you know, although, you know, anything can be projected on the hologram, but it's, it's a very fine line to be waiting for someone else to do it or, you know, to, to, to subtly give our power away without really thinking that that's what we're doing. That's what I found has been true for me. And so the waking up is the realization that we are consciousness itself and there's nothing that can defile that we are consciousness we can think all kinds of things but even a thought is a form in consciousness and and that which is invisible it cannot be violated and we are that divine power so if we want to fix the problems out there we have to and this and you and I were talking a lot about shanyamurti and I just heard something he said, which was like, um, we have to now, the ask is that we stop identifying as an individual, like separate individual, but that we begin to identify with the universal. We are a universal entity and yeah. we are all in this together and we are all projecting. So it, and even quantum physics says, you know, you're not separate from what you're viewing. You, we're, we're in play all the time with the hologram. So if we're giving it energy of it having a separate life that, that we have no power over, that can't stand anymore in the light of what we now know to be true. Yeah. Well, I'm, um, I, you know, this era that we're in, you know, and I, we've, we talked a lot about, you know, the collective and personal shadow and, you know, that's being foisted 
which it feels if if we're really honestly looking at it and feeling how our world has imploded and in and sense this sort of extreme level we've gotten to in our illusion of being separate of of identifying with you know the the matrix identifying first of all with the thought system and the conditioning and the projection shadows that create what we what we think we are you know and and it it feels as if we're coming some people look at this as a certain cycle it's you know there's talk of it being a 25,000 year kali yuga cycle where we're so extremely foisted out of the source field you know we've left that connection at birth and there was very little in our conditioning that would reconnect us so our collective state of humanity is in this chaos of polarizing narratives and believing that we are the projections that we create so we've been so far removed from the essence and the divine energy that literally is what we are at the substream and you and I keep reiterating and you know we put this in words but we know it's it's not graspable as words they're just pointers and what it's pointing us to do is or is reclaim our divinity, reclaim the quantum source energy that literally we are immersed in all the time. We have just been looking and identifying with the separateness of what we think we are. So in one sense, uh, honestly, you know, I think you and I've discussed this a, a bit about this year while it's been horrifying in many respects and I don't you know I uh, my heart goes out to much of humanity that is suffering through this and in survival is, is at stake of course but also I think we're we're seeing kind of the divine plan in this it's almost as if humans we humans have gotten so spun out of our natural source grounding energy that we we almost need this kind of chaos to shake us and wake us and 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 show us the option because I don't really see there's any solution to where we are now in the matrix until as you pointed out in your uh, briefly before that we literally are the matrix ourself projecting the matrix and the way out of that and, and we're feeling it so strongly now is this connection with the ground of being and also the part which is undeniable this year to get out of the matrix we absolutely must own the belief systems that and the energetic identities 
that keep us in this matrix, <laughs> you know, yes. this limited idea of what we are. And we only can walk out or it it's we can feel like you said this collective fear. And I think what what this why you and I love sharing this material and, and feel the futility of words, but it's like, come on, let us all realize our real power, the real self. We've had enough of playing in these limited roles of constant conflict and belief in narratives and belief in phenomena being separate from the real energy, which, of course, is not the case. We, we, we feel so um, passionate about is exploring you know, the real possibility and probability of our real freedom and and being able to understand how the ego dynamics are working within us and the beliefs and patterns that no longer serve us. And I'm really jazzed because this has come out, I think, in the last year or so in a really big way. So I cannot help while I'm... Um, you know, feeling the pain of what our planet and our, our people are going through. I also, as I mentioned before, feel the rebirth in this, the 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 intention of of shifting our reality so that we really choose to let ourselves be guided by reality instead of, you know, the confusion and conflicting narratives that we hold on to um and and you know it's a it's a, a process like what we are you know the, the sense of what we are is always here and that is so reassuring you know it is the backbone the awareness of how we perceive our reality and the free will i think that we're gifted is to shift it, pay attention to the source field as ourself. I think we're coming up on a break. Right. So this will be three minutes. And uh, hang in there with it. You are now tuned into the truth frequency. Your protection from deception. TLR. Truth Frequency Radio. Hello, welcome back to Cracking the Reality Code. And I'm Johanna Sand. I'm here with my co-host, Lillian Wilkinson. So hello, Lillian.
Well, I think that we're having a little bit of technical troubles, but we shall carry on. Um, this is this happens, you know, particularly in Ecuador. I've had a new cable put in, but we we are we will resolve all these issues eventually. So thanks for being with us. And I wanted to share some things that I think, you know, I feel may be useful in in taking the most advantage of what we're experiencing now in our world. And I know it's really hard and we can feel so frustrated that we feel our rights are being taken away. We're losing freedoms. We're feeling we're at the effect of this virus that has multiple dynamics and different narratives all over the place. And um, seeing being conscious of what that feels for us and what the opportunities are because it's a very good opportunity for us to really see through narratives and beliefs of which, again, this is how we generate our reality. This is all inclusive of, of what we do as children when we set up our world based on our need to create approval and love that feels like outside of ourself. And uh, all of our mystical traditions and now our science and any kind of direct experience we have is, is in our meditation or our longing to be connected to this essence and this beingness that we are. And with all these challenges in our belief systems and all of these limitations that are forced on us, it, it, if we look at them as being the projection of our collective beliefs and limitation, and we can surrender those. In other words, those beliefs aren't the truth about us. When we have a, a belief that comes up or unconsciously we, we, you know, we feel connected in one, you know, for a time or, you know, maybe we're resting in a meditative place and then, you know, somehow we can get triggered and all of a sudden we're operating out of this deep sense of, a lack or feeling uh, we're limited, we can't, you know, we're at the effect of all these forces of this hologram world that appears out there. So when we see this, what's happened to me recently and uh, is this greater depth of being able to recognize when I hit that ceiling of limitation or I feel, you know, the self-doubt or self-loathing or I'm exaggerating here, but I know we all have these limited ideas about what we believe we are and how our world appears to us. And what I feel this opportunity that's arising out of this collective shadow in, a, in our personal shadow is the clarity to see those limitations. And when we have the uh, eyes 
that is, you know, the eyes that are seeing from our more expanded awareness and sense of self, those limiting views are clearly seen as false. They can't be true. It's not like we're branded at birth with this this sign that says not good enough or you can't do it or people will take advantage of you or whatever we have that we've created these defense mechanisms for. And I can say that this brings these up more clearly in these times. And the, the beauty of it is to see through it because when we see with the eyes of our being, beingness, and we call it the eyes of the quantum field, the eyes of the divine, the infinite potential that we have. We really, it, it, it is so wonderful, you know, when it's taking us out of this, uh, lim- again, limited, dark idea of what this matrix is and again it's being generated by our beliefs so i would like i I want to welcome that look (laughs) you know (laughs) being able to see through it Mm -hmm. because i couldn't it, it it feels honestly lillian that the ability to see these limiting things are coming faster and faster yes yeah and it's it's Yes, I agree. I definitely agree. I feel more firmly planted in that level of reality than I have ever done. And and it still takes sometimes having to stop and go, wait a minute, is this real? Is this true? Can this really be true? So I'm still having to sort things out as to what do I really believe here now? You know, knowing that it's a hologram and knowing that I'm part of a projection that appears very real. So sometimes, you know, I still have to work to extricate myself from it. Um, but I'm so much more firmly grounded now on the, on the idea that we must be divine because that is what life is. There, there is only one thing that is happening here and we are a part of it. We're a part of it. And that makes more sense than anything else, much more sense than anything else. And, you know, as yeah. Shantamurti was saying, you know, he's, we're not going to solve, can you really solve problems at the level of the dream state, at the level of the matrix? And I have to think, no, not really. Well, you know, Lillian, I've been looking at that a lot. And when I, when I feel it, this craziness um, of, you know, not what, what we, we like fondly or, you know, whatever, call the narratives, Right. You know, we know there's in narratives in in the way that we're pointing to them just mean a storyline or a point of view that our egos take on because it's it's really part of our programming, you see, because it's all that we've gotten exposed to through our parents, through our education, through our belief systems. And that is the matrix that we're generating you know, so we we tend to take um, in our more immature states in our identity as the matrix, we believe these narratives are truth, meaning, you know, they're in a kind of a timeline. This is what we see happening, whether it's political or it's about, 
you know, the vaccines or whatever controversial uh, subjects. It could be our personal relationships, but we're seeing it from such a limited view. And and the big issue in what we call getting out of the matrix is that the hardest thing to see is that what you identify as your personal self, as the Johanna character, right, is the one that's generating the matrix. <laughs> and, and, yeah. it, and it really slips it out of our view. That is the hardest delusion to crack because yeah. we're so used to uh, us defining our own narratives and point of view as as the 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 right way or the truth. And this is very insidious in us. It's very, very difficult to see. And I wanted to offer something that I've been exploring lately. And you and you know, we we've talked about this in the past, but it's becoming a really good clue. When we feel any bit of being reactive or threatened, right? By by a narrative that we don't agree with or don't want to hear. I'm not saying we have to listen to everything in the world. I'm not saying that. But the point that I've noticed in the energy field of the body is when I feel even now the slightest bit of uh, tension or reactivity or defensiveness about what I'm hearing. And, and, and again, I'm not speaking to having to agree with a narrative you don't agree with or buying into something, but I'm speaking on a subtler level. And it, practic- practicing this lately has borne a lot of fruit for me, you know, and it, it's more like, oh, yeah, I see that I'm my body's kind of responding to this because this is putting me out of my, in some kind of out of my comfort zone, you know? So I, I, uh, because again, it's not about finding the truth in the illusion. It's, it's about navigating the illusion. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is, um, I think one of the biggest, subtle shifts that I feel happening now. And I, I want to, uh, you know, kind of hone, I want to try to make that clear because I think as, as, as this great shakeup is, is, a, you know, I think it is the hand of the divine in really getting us, shaking us up enough so we're capable of shifting the paradigm and coming into authentic power after, you know, being, playing in the matrix as the matrix, you know, so our, the game, if we, if we, a lot of uh, analogies these days are comparing this creation, this thing we're in, as either a simulation or comparable to like a video game. You know, it does feel like we start out in this video game as the character 
in the video game, but having no idea that we really are a character in the video game, along with the other characters that we have essentially set up. And we, as the primary creator, the essence of ourself, the primary creator energy, we actually set this up, but we don't know that because the video game is played initially from you know, a starting place of, of quite a bit of ignorance. And then as we learn or cognize and recognize that we really, the whole video game is being run by a power. You could compare that to like electricity and it's being run by a player who is playing it. And we essentially, in essence, are that. We are the real power behind the video game. But to really recognize that takes a certain amount of, of earnestness and looking, wanting to realize the truth of what we are and what's going on here. And then it is if we go to this other level. And I think that's where in, in the metaphor of how our lives are unfolding, I think this is the promise that we have to can hold in our heart that we are here. What we essentially are as consciousness is free from the matrix but that only that ability to really be expanded enough in our essence to encompass that. In other words, we are the world that we see out there. And to be able to have a co-creative power with that, that will not come from us staying in the ego identity. The ego identity is all about being separate and being at the effect of all these forces. It's a materialist objective projection out in the world. And we um, play that out until it's no longer tolerable. And I think we're at a collective level where that's no longer working. And, we're, um, and of course, it reflects our personal lives. So I would highly, you know, again, the opportunity that we have right here, right now, to use what is going on that sometimes feels very distasteful to us. It feels like, oh, we're at the effect of all these projected devils out there and controllers. I'm not saying that those things aren't relevant and that there is a tremendous amount of uh, abuse of power and confusion and blame and shame and guilt. And, you know, we're all, you know, much of the thrust of the, the ego, I the ego trance that we've been in is to find something or someone to blame. And there you have the nature of the ma the matrix. Lillian? I think I, I'm back on. Back on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how fun, huh? 
<laughs> well, I, I, you know, I wanted to hear what you had to say, honestly, when you, I dropped off, I think where you said, anytime we're feeling fear and yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, well, what I, what I noticed and I'll, I'll, I'll go over this very briefly because I want to hear from you now, but <laughs> What what I something has shifted, Lillian, and I and you and I've been honing in on this, and the shift is the mystery of what I call the the thwarted or the separated the core wound, you know, the core wound energy which branches off into other wounds, the core wound of separation and and of like you know building on these programs that you know, we're, 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 we're lacking, we're not enough, you know, we'll never get there. You know, we're being constantly thwarted by all these powers out there. And when the way that they're um, being shown to me in the body, and the mind these days, it's very, it's a subtle shift. But when I, I can tell when I feel uncomfortable about something, or when I feel, ooh, this whatever I'm hearing is creating a cognitive dissonance or I'm just feeling, you know, like, you know, in a relationship dynamic if someone says something to me and I I start to get blame them for being something right, even if it's so subtle, like, oh, they don't see it or whatever. And what's what I when I see that I see it's kind of as if I'm being more and more aware that I'm generating the characters in my video game, right? Mm -hmm. Like you, you're in my yes. video game, right? <laughs> and, yeah, and, and I'm happy I, to be here, by the way. <laughs> yeah, and I'm generating you. So if I've got an issue with you, you're a, you're the, that aspect that's contracting me is in the energy field here. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. It's like, you, uh, you know, you, I'm not using you as an, I, I'm not pointing to an example, but like, you know, my daughter, I'll be talking to my daughter or uh, my, my son or something, and I'll get into some kind of reaction or coiling about what they're not seeing or how they're expressing it to me. And more and more I'm seeing, okay, you've, you've generated this character, what you think they lack and what you're addressing in them is, is what you're really, it's in, it's in you. They're triggering that in you and you're seeing it in them. Now, I know that sounds like, oh, a little wacky, but it, I'm not saying that we don't speak our mind or we don't create boundaries or any of that, but it's more in the energy do you get what I'm saying and how we're dealing with it? Johanna, I could not agree with you more. I get it. I know, 100, I know that. Yeah. I got it 100%. And, you know, wacky, yeah, because you have to be out of your mind to be a consciousness <laughs> explorer. You just do. And I love, it takes radical, it's radical. It's fucking radical. It's more radical than any political stance you could ever take. It's radical. It, it says there is no out there, out there. That's <laughs> radical. And no so kidding. anything that you're reacting to or responding to is a projection uh, that is of a projection of you. You are the matrix. You are and, you're generating the characters. Yes. So, yeah. So it, I just want to say one little Please. piece there and then I want you to continue, but it's almost, it, I mean, it's almost as if like 
yeah, I'm not saying, and I know there, you know, when you use words, you know, the opposite is always can be true. And however, like what, what we're seeing, it's not a question of blaming yourself. It's not going, oh, you're, you know, you've thought that, you know, that Kalen had all these issues and, you know, now you really have these issues. No, I'm not, we're not saying that. It's just a wholeness when we feel if we are connected and in recognition of our divinity in, in that field, the, the source field or the quant, you call it the quantum field. When we're in that resonance, when we're identified there, we're connecting with everything, you know, because that's where we connect in that field. So we can see that other person not as separate who has who's a threat to us. They are showing us an aspect and it feels doesn't it feel like love when that happens? It's just an oh, embrace. Yeah. Yeah. So go on, darling. It's a wholeness. No, you're right. You're you're so right on. And um, I'll just share what I shared with you the other day when I had a memory, you know, of a of my my husband when we were married and something he did that really made me angry. And I just thought was the stupidest thing he could ever do. And how could he do that? And, you know, blah, blah, blah. He shamed me and all these things. And I called myself and I thought, whoa, Lillian, everything you thought that happened in the past when you were not awake to the wholeness of the hologram and to the matrix and your role in it, you're just, it never happened the way you thought it did. Nothing did. So I realized that all my memory history discs had to be erased in a sense, all that pain that I've been carrying around for years of that, this, you did this, none of it happened the way I perceived it to have happened. And the, no, the because the you saw it with your programs. Yes. That's the paradox. So because I was in a program, it appeared and I experienced it as happening that way. But now that I'm outside of the dream state, I can say, wait a minute, I cannot carry this as a reality anymore. Right. What happened was my own insecurity was being projected back to me. He was just of a character. Course. If it wasn't him, it would have been someone else. So it doesn't matter. It's not about what's going on out there. Yeah. And, you know, here's where I'll quote Bashar, just because it's the truth I, for me of what, of what he says is circumstances don't matter. Right. Circumstances do not matter. What matters is your state of being. And right. honestly, if you really to take that in and every aspect of your life, that is radical to the way we live today. Oh my so God. anyone who really wants to be a radical and be against uh, but, but anything. That, but that also, Lillian, look at the benefit of this. Like I find, you know, I've always had these fluctuations. I mean, both of us talk about, you know, we know we, we touched in and had, you know, awakened to consciousness. That's like step 101 right and and then i mean it's the most important step of course but then the constant stepping off the cliff right it's 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 like being but also i feel this energy more of welcoming anything because anything any circumstance right now is a key to go deeper into divinity because even if you're having a contracted kind of experience, 
now we can not not you know i think in the past it was more like oh confusion what's going on blah 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 now it's like this this whole contraction is giving you the next key mm-hmm. because the yeah. key the key to open that up and release it's releasing those core beliefs and we don't have to spend infinity digging out every belief we've ever had because it will appear at the right time and we can say oh i remember that one uh yeah that's where i see that oh i never will be able to express myself because i'll be shut up you know or something like that you know and then i'll say is that really true no that's a program that you adopted at probably age three okay (laughs) yeah Maybe time to let it go. <laughs> yeah, and, and honestly, I kind of, I'm so jazzed about this, you know. I mean, to me, it's like more clear than ever. And so I can say, wow, this happened this year in the yes. middle of the most insane kind of experience we've had on the planet. Oh, I know. So was it really a screwed up year? You know, it depends <laughs> on how you look at it, right? Everything's a mix. And here's the thing that I come down to, because I know we're getting close to closing, is yeah, that it's 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 our ability to love ourselves that now feels like the real key. How much love am I willing to give myself now? How much can I love myself enough to say, you know what, that was the past and that was a mistake, but now I I take on, I surrender to the divine. Yes, yes, and that's going to be our clarion call and sign off. Surrender to the divine. Come and join us 